Special thanks to our sponsor for this episode, Agent Av. Agent Av is the first carrier productivity tool designed for independent insurance agents, helping them to save time and increase revenue. Managing carrier data like underwriting guidelines for insurance brokers is messy. There's a lot of data that is often scattered in multiple places, and it's not being shared with the entire team. Agent Av makes it easy. It's a web-based platform designed for insurance brokers that can manage all the carrier data in one central location accessible to the entire staff from anywhere. AgentAv will save you and your agents time and increase your revenue. Check out AgentAv today at myagentav.com. It's time to hold it on, hold it on, hold it on to you. It's time to hold it on, hold it on, hold it on to you. You're listening to the Noise Cancelling Pod, the podcast about streamlining life, encouraging discourse, and maximizing your mind. Hosted by Frank Boyce and Axel Clark. All right, welcome to episode 18. I am Frank Boyce. And this is Axel Clark. Welcome to the Noise Cancelling Pod. Uh, just to be clear, that, that ad was a real advertisement for a real software product. So uh, so thanks to myagentav.com uh, for sponsoring this episode. Axel was uh, not sure as I was reading through that if that was a real ad or not. I'm interested to check it out. I think we were talking that document management is... Uh, it could be a pain. You think it's easy, but it can be a f- very frustrating if it's not done right. Well, we talked about it a, a long time ago. You went through, and <laughs> I feel like that was like kind of the start of your coding process was when you were really digging into how to organize all your files, right? That's for digital asset management, the process for archiving your digital assets, for example, your photos. I got a would process. You say, would you say that kind of inspired you a little bit to get into coding? I think actually I, it was a little step because I had to write a little script to fix how iTunes saves uh, files. So that probably was my first little foray into coding. <laughs> that's that's the foot in the door theory right there. That's, yeah, that's cool. So this episode, it's a it's a micropod. We're we're just going to touch on a few few topics. We hadn't Axel's been on. Uh, globe-trotting vacations around around the world, which we'll we'll talk about a little bit if he wants to get into it. But uh, we want to record an episode this week, and then we're actually going to have Trevor on to go back through and, and call him out for some of his earlier predictions and uh, opinions on previous episodes as our senior political correspondent. So that'll be coming out later in the week. I think I want to call it Trevor Answers to Himself. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, does he know that's coming? Yeah, he well, he doesn't know it. Yeah, he knows. He knows it's coming. We talked about it. He was up this weekend. Nice. Yeah, and actually, uh, between our last podcast, Axel, Trevor, and I all got to meet up in in Nashville. So that was that was great and almost weird to see you guys and, and talk. Right. Because Trevor, person. Trevor, and I were talking about how we're like best friends that have never met each other. <laughs> well, you guys missed out on the Beyonce concert that got canceled, right? Or got rescheduled. Yeah, we're, Got rescheduled. Yeah, we were we were gonna go to Beyonce together at the last second. Got canceled in Nashville, so that was that was disappointing. But it was still great to see you guys and and chat about everything that we've talked about on the podcast. Yeah. 
All right, so what so do you want to start off with first? The first, the thing I want to start off first is just I've got a fair amount of listener feedback on your sub four minute mile goal. So the theory holds true that you know the the outrageous more the outrageous the goal the more interest it it kind of drums up. Well, that's jumping to my final takeaway, but oh sorry, I apologize. <laughs> but but it's that yeah it's it's trending toward that towards that. So, so, oh, go ahead. Yeah, so the the first, I'm just going to go through a couple of the comments I got. So, Ken and Jen in, uh, in Columbia. So, Ken was listening, and you made some comment that, hey, it's not like I'm trying to go to the moon. I mean, it's not like I'm trying to go to the moon by 2018. And he, he believes that you actually have a greater chance of starting a Kickstarter like go fund me to the moon by 2020 than of <laughs> running to sub four minute mile. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe at some point we'll be able to test that out. Uh, if, if the four minute mile proves to be, proves to be uh, a long endeavor that cannot be attained. Yeah. He, he loved all the, and he really wants to see, he wants to see your first training run. And he's, and he was also excited to hear about, uh, the idea that you were going to push yourself till you puke. He wanted to see video of that. Like nice. he, he thought that would be an entertaining element of watch your training sessions. Yeah. So actually I, I did record like a, a little mini vlog right before my run. And then I recorded my run and then I recorded a little mini vlog after talking about it. So don't uh, tell me the time yet. I want to hear, uh, I have one more comment and then I want to hear what your initial time was. Okay. Okay. So then I have, I got, I had one other, uh, little bit of feedback. So my girlfriend and not her friend, Garrett Heath, his one mile PR is 353. So he's obtained or he attained the goal that you set. He's also an Olympic level athlete. So he's like, he's training to run the 1500 in the Olympics. He's going to be in the Olympic trials, but he said, so she was asking him, she's like, how realistic is it to go from like a 520 or thereabouts to a sub four? And he said, haha, I couldn't be hap- more happy that running the mile is just a part of the conversation. The 520 to sub four jump is a pretty big one though. But hey, you never know till you try. I like the initiative at least. Nice. He's giving some encouragement. Yeah, well, I'll appreciate the props and the laughter. I'll use motivation. Yeah. All right, so let's let's hear about your. Uh, there's some skeptics, but I but I agree that we wouldn't be talking about this if you if you had said oh, I run a I want to run a four thirty seven or not yeah four thirty seven mile. Well, we wouldn't talk about it at all. It would be incredibly boring. So first off, I want you to guess on. I mean, I kind of gave you I gave you my best mile time in the last year just during runs. So how fast do you think I went uh, out on my first mile around the track? 5.15. Not a bad guess. I was I was hoping for that. I came in at 5.40. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also I didn't puke. I, I will say that. So you, could, um, so you may have had a sub 5.30 in you. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was one of my, my main takeaways. I mean, I was, 
I had a lot of disadvantages, I will say. Uh, I, I just went to the track myself. I didn't have somebody timing me per lap. And so, like, my first lap was very slow. Like, oh, my, really? my pacing my pacing overall was, was pretty solid. I, I think I was, I was right around within three or four seconds per lap the whole time. Yeah. And so I really, I really didn't fade toward the end. I just didn't start off fast enough. Like, the first lap was, like, a 125. Okay. So, I mean, first... First real takeaway is that I just haven't been running fast in a long time, and and then a lot of, like a few other takeaways from the video actually, which I was surprised by. Um, was this like a head still, go, go like a GoPro head cam? No, no, like... I should get a GoPro head cam. That'd be a, it was just like on one side of the track that would that would catch my last turn and okay. finish. Um, so it's not a very interesting video if I ever post it. I'll have to edit it down. Uh, in big chunks but yeah yeah so i mean just watching the video you know my form has has changed a lot and i think from my previous injury this spring um i have a little bit of work to do just in terms of um kind of getting up on plane is what i would call it like i'm still kind of running a uh a long distance stride for a mile time that needs to be a lot faster so you know the overall plan is i need to start working a lot more speed um a lot more sprints and then uh, I'm, I think I'm going to combine sprints and there's a really good parking ramp for stairs mm-hmm. that I'm going to really work on using the stairwells. It's like 12 stories. So working on working stairs and working plyos in the stairwells. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, my biggest thing was just like, it wasn't, I couldn't even really tell cardiovascularly how much work I had to do because my pacing was, was so far Got off. It. So you need now, to get- wh- you need to was get I up. fresh at the end? <laughs> no, I was not fresh at the end. <laughs> so you need to get up on your toes more, as you're saying. You're you're running like kind of a little bit, not flat footed, but I'm landing like really midsole. Um, yeah. And I and I'm land. I'm my stride length is is not great. Like it's 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 shorter than it needs to be. Okay. Uh, and and my turnover is really slow too. So there's there's just a lot in terms of my actual stride that I need to fix before it's even possible to run run that much faster. So it was it was uh, I would say a little discouraging, but uh, I think after I analyzed the video a little bit more, I, I felt better about you know kind of having more of a path forward. But yeah, I mean it seems uh, it seems more daunting at this point than it did two weeks ago for sure. Yeah. I'm excited but, that you're continuing on and that didn't crush it. Like, because I said that the danger of setting such a, um, I guess like an audacious goal, is that if your first, it like it could be so challenging that it crushes your spirit. I'm glad to see that didn't happen. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is break it down into month-long training schedules. So I'm going to do uh, four weeks of training and then I'm going to test at the end of the month. Um, until I get there. So I don't know how many months that's going to be, but every month I'm going to have a, a test and an update to see how much time I've taken off or, or added, hopefully yeah. not. Yeah. Okay, that's great. But, but yeah, and actually, so Mike Coates, who was on a couple episodes ago, um, he was a college runner and has run a 408. So he's uh, he's kind of taking it on as a... If he has some time, like coach me a little bit. I think we're definitely going to go out and work on work on some form and 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 try to sort out the uh, the stride a little bit more. Nice. Okay. But yeah, no puking and just a 
a pretty awful time. But I guess the the positive to that is that you know it gives me a lot of room for improvement, at least for the next few months. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm guessing you'll see that. I mean, it's just like anything where you haven't been doing it a whole lot. The first year is a big jump when you first start. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I haven't run a mile just to run a mile um, in a really long, like, honestly, almost 10 years. So getting this body to remember remember what it's like to run a mile, is, uh, in my, it's going to take some work for sure. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so that's where that is. So the next test is going to be like June 26th, so we still got about four weeks from today. Okay, all right. Or three weeks from today, yeah. Well, before we move on, so I think <clears throat> my number one takeaway is set definitely if you want it, there to be conversation and excitement, you've got to set a big, uh, challenging, maybe outrageous goal. Yeah. It, it, it certainly, that's the most listener feedback I received, maybe ex- with the exception of tr- some of Trevor's uh also outrageous statements so i think (laughs) maybe the answer is that outrageous statements that's what people want to hear possibly i mean i i think they have to be in somewhat at least for our podcast it, it needs to have some context to it i i think you're right though just in general like people love outrage it's a it's a a a business it's an economy at this point but yeah uh yeah i love to keep the conversation going especially you said the guy's name was garrett that ran the 353 yeah. garrett if you have uh, any feedback uh or would like to help on this project at all i am i'm open to all suggestions <laughs> <laughs> we'll see i'm sure he's fairly busy with the olympic trials but uh maybe after the summer olympics he'll, he'll have some free time i'm sure he'll have some downtime <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious! So you have a new fitness uh, summer regime as well. Yeah, is that true? So I think I started seriously going to yoga almost pretty much every once or twice a week, maybe two months ago, and then prior to that, maybe in December, one of my goals was to increase my hip flexibility, specifically related to how like squatting. So mm-hmm. pretty much for the last six months. I would say my focus has been more on mobility, mobility, flexibility than like gaining muscle and hard like weightlifting like it had been in the past. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I've been doing the last six months. My, the thing I'm going to start, and I've started doing some of the intro stuff the last couple of weeks, is this program called Gymnastic Bodies. So, and it's like. Even some of the weightlifting material that I've read have talked about how, like, use gym, gymnasts as an example of how you can use high-frequency training to build muscle, and you and that acknowledging that you don't have to, like, gymnastics. The people that are legit gymnasts are ripped, and they're not doing a whole lot of actual like barbell weight training. Mm-hmm. But the main thing I want to do, I, I'm interested in in some of the strength gains, particularly in some movements that I haven't done before. But I'm also very interested in the 
and developing better mobility in a bunch of different areas. Nice. Anything specific? I mean, obviously. So the first thing that I, that I'm terrible at, I don't know what, I'm not sure what it's called, but it's where basically the ability for your arms to go behind your back and up. So if you like clasp your hand hands behind your back, like your shoulder mobility that way, Mm -hmm. mine's terrible. So I'm working on that. And, and then, uh, just hamstrings. And also like the thing that I, and I'm actually improving a little bit the first exercise that i really had a hard time with it seems like it wouldn't be that hard is what they're called what it's the crab which we probably all did in elementary school but it's basically where you like are on your rear and you stick your arms with your hands facing towards your butt behind you and Mm -hmm. you just kind of raise like raise up and try to create almost like a square with your Mm -hmm. arms to your shoulders across your body and then down your uh, your knees but my biggest limiter is just getting my my chest up and out away from my arms. Big time challenge because of my yeah. shoulders and chest. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I, I had that. so the source. Of this is there's I can't remember what the guy's name. Is. Hold on. Uh, the source. Of this is there's this gymnast coach from uh, the used to coach the US, USA Olympic team, and he is on T- Tim Ferriss' podcast. Mm-hmm. And I had like, I had a moment in my life where something that I thought I like 100% knew, his name's Coach Summer, S-O-M-M-E-R. There was okay. a moment in the podcast where like one of my strong beliefs was just like shattered. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Something that I like when I've seen people doing this in the gym, I like chuckle to myself and kind of scoffed. Mm-hmm. But they, but they asked him, "What's the number one thing that, like, someone that's already in pretty good shape can do to like make themselves feel better during the day?" And he recommended doing Jefferson curls. And Jefferson really? curls, do you know what those are? Remind us. Okay. So Jefferson curl, it's like a deadlift. So you start out like you're doing a deadlift, but instead of keeping your back straight and using only your hamstrings and glutes, he says you, it's almost like your, uh, your spine is like a, um, a uh, string of pearls and you just want to mm-hmm. start like you bend your back down forward and like each vertebrae like kind of clicks down. And so you basically just go forward with a completely rounded back and then mm-hmm. when you come back up you come back up with with a curved back and then you just like uncurve your back on the way up interesting that was not what i was imagining i'll be honest and that's but the I, best thing you can do period yeah that's what he said and the thing is it looks crazy in that you like you're People say you need to keep like a strong, like strong back, I guess, you know, like a Mm -hmm. stiff back. People, when they have rounded backs, like to me, that's very dangerous. And now granted, he's like, do not just start this if you don't know what you're doing and start with a light weight. But ultimately he said you should be able to get up and do your body weight. Really? I'm I'm watching a video of this right now. Yeah. 
Okay. I like the fluidity of motion. Yeah. So I think it's like... I don't know. Wow. That's cool. So anyway, I'm going to start doing those. I'm sure people... Like, I can't... I never said anything to anyone in the gym, but I'm certain someone's going to come up to me and tell me that, hey, you probably should be careful. That's a dangerous move that you're doing. I I would think... If there's any personal trainers there, I I bet they will. So we'll see. Uh, I'm excited to start this. I think... I don't know if we talked about my previous effort with gymnastics where I started off and I did adult gymnastics for a couple months with a goal of doing a standing backflip. Yeah, I keep pushing you to go to that Friday class. Yeah. Well then, <laughs> yeah, previously, well, we'll see, yeah, maybe I'll, I'm, I don't know, we'll see about that. But So before I only got up to doing a cartwheel, but this is more about like using gymnastics as a strength training and mobility tool than a skills like a skills lesson i guess do you have like a specific goal to this or or like what like how are you going to measure success so i don't have a goal yet but he because i haven't i've only done the intro program which kind of teaches you the different moves and and the different terminology so i'm part way through that but there are i think there's like five or six different actual gymnastic move gymnastics moves that are kind of hit the way that they measure your progress in the program. Cool. I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's very tangible. So I'm excited to I try like it out. pass or fail gates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and make it really clear. Did I succeed? Did I fail? Yeah. That's awesome. So that's all I had on that. Um, did you want to talk about your trips or did you just want to give a little more preview to to Trevor and call it a day? I say let's give it a little more preview to Trevor and call it a day. Okay, nice. But I Yeah, so I, at the Go ahead. So I have one more trip next or th- later this week I'm going out to Eastern Oregon for this rodeo and stock show. And so I'm excited to see what it's like out there, see a bunch of my old friends, check out the rodeo. So uh, I'll kind of wrap all of the all these trips together once I get back, and we can kind of talk about everything. Nice summer travel wrap up. That's that'll be that'll be a good good episode by itself. So yeah, but I'm I'm really excited to have Trevor back on, and we we introed it a little bit. But what we're gonna go back and do is is review all of his quotes from our previous episodes, and really try to try to get him caught in the, in a corner by the things that he's previously said on the podcast. Maybe he'll maybe he'll have said something that's just uh, like an amazing prediction. So we we'll be look on the lookout for things like that as well. Oh yeah, I mean if I can pat him on the back, that's great too. But I mean I'm I'm really excited to to, to go back through, especially the first episode and 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 review exactly what he had to say because yeah. I I, th- I think like with with anything i'm sure some of the things that i said i'll, I'll take some notes on the things that <laughs> right. i said in that episode too that were ridiculous as yeah. well but yeah i like the idea of some accountability going back and, and and showing you know like this isn't just a podcast that that we throw up and we put no no effort going back and making sure that what we said was was factual or that we make good per- predictions and don't ever hold ourselves to it. Because I feel like that's that's the danger of the hot take, right, is that you can just have another hot take tomorrow. Right. 
Hey, so not so we're gonna do that, and then the other piece is: ha, have you have you talked to him about his plan for this cross country uh, road trip? We've talked about it a little bit. We were we were brainstorming about it um, one day. So we're gonna uh, do I a think little, about a month ago. Yeah. So he wants to do take maybe two weeks and just see small town or just middle America and just see some of the sights in the U.S. Which actually I recommend. It's I did. A cross-country road trip a couple years ago is pretty cool but uh we're discussing the possibility of having his his route uh decided by his twitter followers i love that i think that that's that's a super cool idea i think uh i think anytime you can engage with friends or <laughs> twitter colleagues uh using that that combined brain power and for, for good is awesome yeah, I think one thing that might be cool is to source little festivals and events because to me that's one of the coolest things about traveling around in that type of, of a situation is seeking out like the little fair or the little festival that you know you wouldn't go to on your own, but since you're in the area, it's like an easy detour to go find. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, once he has those dates locked in, I will. Uh... I'll go through my Iowa roll decks of summer events, <laughs> being being someone from the Midwest myself. So, there's oh man, there's small. I think he will have fun just going around and talking to people from small towns. It'll be sweet. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, this episode is a wrap. I'm Frank Boyce, and this is Axel Clark. Hey, if you set the outrageous goal, you're going to start the conversation and get people excited.